That's awesome. Awesome. Very good. So you are uh, Zooming us uh, live tonight from what state in the union? Uh, from Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City. I should have should have figured that with your background. <laughs> so it's, uh, right now it's 4.30 there. Am I right? It is 5.30. 5.32 actually. So, okay. Mountain time then, correct? Yes. All right. Yes. Well, CJ, welcome to Faith Family Friends. It's interesting that we how we got together and I heard a little bit about your story. I think it was on the uh, Kingdom Bound Network that I think both of us belong to. With, yeah, that Christian network, network with Tim. Bishop Tim Gross, he's a great friend. He is uh, a good guy. Uh, I, I could go into actually how you connected with him because he's from Maine, where I'm from, but he's made a lot of contacts and it's a great uh, ministerial fellowship to belong to if anybody out there is looking for some spiritual covering. But let's uh, let's let's just take you back, and you could take us back on your journey of faith. What really uh, sparked uh, my interest, in, and maybe a few more questions uh, when I presented these questions to you by uh, email. You said that you had a, a, an incident when you were just seven years old that you accidentally hung yourself and died for three minutes. Maybe we should start with that because you were a miracle. <laughs> Uh, sitting there talking to me now and having recovered from that can you that that was a miracle actually so we everything in a nutshell um so we were playing i don't know cowboys and indians is what we called it when we were young and dumb and what had happened is i tied a rope onto the monkey bars and i thought i was a genius to lower myself down and the rope actually came up and wrapped around my neck and so my sister came out and thought I was faking it, ran inside, told my mom, my mom ran outside. And so that was a big ordeal. Um, but I actually seen my mom's reaction and everything going on around me. So I was definitely out of body. Yeah, Definitely out of body. Um, and it was the purest light you will ever see. There's no words that can explain it. But it is true when the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord because he was right there. That's not amazing. And, and it, wasn't it was amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely amazing. And um, I won't go into all the details because it's in my book, but yes, yes. Um, it, it, uh, I had a choice. I could have <laughs> stayed mm -hmm. or come back. And I knew that he wanted me to come back. And I just wanted to please this person so badly that before I could even say anything, this hand just went like this and I was back in my body. Um, wow. It was a Incredible. complete miracle. Yeah, so, I, would, I would say that you didn't have to go to the hospital or have any kind of a treatment. Did, I was in the hospital. Um, so when I came to, they had me in the hospital. My mom said that she's seen a cloud and a hand go over my body. And then I woke up. Um, and they strapped me down because I was shaking, I guess. But mm -hmm. I instantly woke up, asked for my mom. They checked me for damage, and I was fine. Praise God. That's, that's I still have this, the scar on my neck. So, Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. So you, you grew up in um, uh, LDS Church. And you, you're, you mentioned here that when you, uh, I had asked you a precipitating factor that led you to consider the claim to Christianity. Um, you talked about an FBI standoff. Of course, again, we want to make sure that you don't say a whole lot. Uh, folks, yeah. she, uh, as I mentioned just earlier, before you get on, 
um, has co-written a book with Angela Powell. Uh, Fire, what's the name of the book again? Fire? It's, it's called The Fire Within the Cult, and it's based okay. on the events of all of it. So Okay. I do want to ask this question because being a reader and an English major, um, what? why didn't you just write a memoir? Will you be uh, super protective for uh, friends and family who maybe still be part of LDS? Because I can certainly respect that. Yeah. So we did, we called it based on true events, mainly to protect the characters, the people oh, involved and right. all of that. Yeah. Um, a lot of my family is still LDS, mm -hmm. you know, and the list goes on. Um, and that's their choice. And I love them no matter what. Still you know? I'm sure and, you are. Yeah. So, so but yeah, yeah I was raised LDS. Uh -huh. um, and every part of me did not agree with it ever since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. um, it just did not feel right to my core. And I felt like there was something missing. And so ever since I would, I would say about seven, mm -hmm. maybe before that, but ever since then, I, I am what they called before I got saved a seeker, <laughs> a truth seeker. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where. Let so what can you say about the FBI standoff without giving away the book? If, if nothing, that's fine. But it, 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 it intrigued me. Um, Evidently, there was in, in your relationship with the LDS family, generally speaking, not, not necessarily a biological family, there must have been something that tipped off the FBI to some illegalities or. So what happened was um, my mom had just gotten out of a, a, a divorce and she was pretty vulnerable. I'm not making excuses for people. Mm -hmm. um, but they kind of brainwashed her into believing all this religious stuff. Um, and so it was through that uh, religious cult mm -hmm. that we ended up with uh, militia. And from the militia, we ended up on this compound mm -hmm. um, that they called the, where the FBI standoff was. Oh, um, mm -hmm. And so while on that compound, we're going to call it, I have personally had a blast. Like <laughs> I went fishing, I went horseback riding, you know, I learned, learned a lot of life skills in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd say the scariest part was the FBI standoff and a few oh. other things that I won't discuss because they're yeah, in the book. That's fine. But yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Was it, was it more of an indoctrination of compound or just more an LDS teaching kind of campground area? So the cult that I was a part of, it, it, it kind of took all these different religions and they just kind of made it their own. Mm -hmm. Like a woman was a woman at 12 and a man was a man at 14 and, and the list goes on, but they kind of just made up their own sort of deal. Um, so the, on the Freeman standoff, it was just a bunch of militia that um, my understanding is they felt like they shouldn't have to do things. And mm -hmm. they actually taught me how to shoot to kill um, gave me a gun, told me if I didn't know him to shoot him kind of deal. And um, I mean, it, it, it's all in the book. It'll okay. be, it's an okay. intense book for sure. Yeah. So, so you'll have lots of questions. Yes. And we, we do want to interview both you and Angela about the book at some point and, and kind of find out her faith journey as well. And uh, we're, we're in contact, she and I, to try to make some, um, some date this summer where she can be on our show and talk about her background Absolutely. your book is available on amazon is it it's the, yep on amazon um 
pretty much any platform. It's also okay. at walmart.com, mm. Barnes and Noble's website. We're working on getting it on the shelf at Barnes and Noble right now. Okay. Um, and a few other platforms, indie authors, mm-hmm. pretty much all you do is Google it. You'll find us. And the fire within the cult is the name of it. Correct. Yes. Right. So let's go back to the your journey after God allowed your spirit to come back inside your body and you were mm-hmm. all checked out. And then, of course, the disillusionment, if we could just say that generally with uh, the environment that you grew up with, your mother's divorce, uh, a lot of that must have caused you to try to seek for uh, spiritual satisfaction. You said that you heard a voice telling you to uh, find a church. Yes. So yeah. I was actually done with all that. I did not want anything to do with any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and. One day, like this voice had been there a while, I just kept ignoring it. One day I was at lunch at work and it got so loud that I couldn't ignore it and it pissed me right off. So, <laughs> so I got on my phone. or audible voice? Because I believe in both. Honestly, I think it was a combination of both. I wouldn't say it was, I would say it was more internal right. than audible, but it was just one of those. So strong that it might as well have been. Yeah, yeah you, you cannot ignore that. So. I got on my phone and scrolled for churches very pissed off like and <laughs> uh, it had me stop at this church called Liberty Church and I called the number and left a voicemail with the pastor which all this um, I won't give away too much but it turns oh. out she was a biblical counselor um, and I just laid it all out on the table and her and I became friends ever since then so and she helped me a lot and and you found christ you, you accepted the lord how old were you when this happened how long have you been serving the lord now? i would say i've been serving the lord since 2014 2015 mm-hmm. so about seven eight years or so mm-hmm. that's awesome and and you i noticed that you mentioned that you needed a lot of healing uh yeah. and asked uh, what if you had to narrow it down to three big things that god has done in your life and i think one of them you mentioned that he'd saved you uh, from a life of impurity and darkness. And there was a lot of healing that God had had to do in your life and has done. How does it feel to have come out of all of that darkness and to have had the Lord cleanse you? Joyful. Hmm. Joyful. And I can't help but have a smile on my face every day. Hmm. Like it has completely changed my world. Mm-hmm. And I look back at where I once was and where I'm at now, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm-hmm. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Three and a half years of inner healing mm-hmm. sucked, but I would do it again. Yeah. Because once you get through that and get onto the other side, it's mm-hmm. a whole new world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and my motto is if God could do that for me, it could do it. He could do it for anybody. Amen. So you, you still pray for your family members who by and large are involved in the LDS religion. Mm-hmm. Do, do they, do you still get together? Are you still able to have some kind of relationship where you do things together? Are they pretty steadfast? Well, absolutely. Oh, good. Our family, they're pretty close. Yeah. You know, I still talk to my family and we have family reunions and we all get together and in a few months I'll be going out and seeing one of my aunts and it, you know, I, I'd say I'm pretty close with most of them. That's good. Because depending on what religion or cult that we're talking about, sometimes when you come out of those organizations, you're, you're completely ostracized and, and cut off. And, you know, like, like with the Islamic faith, in many, many aspects anyway, if one of them com- 
converts to Christianity, they're like gone forever. Hinduism. I had a guest on a few months ago who uh, has been totally cut off from her family because she became a Christian as a Hindu. So, um, and we know it's difficult, but yeah. uh, you didn't have- My family didn't do that. I did have some friends that did that, mm -hmm. um, but I still love them. And if they ever approached me, I would still talk to them and I would welcome them back with open arms and just yeah. tell them I love them. <laughs> Excuse me. You said that uh, now the books, how long has the book been out? Uh, I believe we, hmm, it took us three and a half years to write it. I believe it was 2019 that we finally published it and released it. Okay. Um, you mentioned that you're in the beginning stages of perhaps a movie being made about the book. Yeah. So we had a producer approach us. Um, I had been looking because I want to get it into a film. Mm -hmm. And they approached us and we talked about it and we signed a contract with them in January. Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. So the next step would be uh, what? Uh, the next step with that uh, would be uh, them getting, they're, they're pitching it right now to a bunch of uh, places. And so um, the next step is just honestly just waiting to hear back from them. Yeah. Um, finding out what I can do to help them along, if anything. I'm not a producer. I don't know what to do, but, yeah, but I'm willing about, to help wherever it takes. It's all about connections. Uh, I've been involved uh, with a couple of groups uh, always out, Biscuit Media and Revelation Media. Uh, you may have heard mm -hmm. Revelation Media. In fact, our guest coming up at 8.30 is uh, a movie producer. She was a film editor, and she's a believer, so uh, feel free to contact her if you Tracy Robinson, but she's recently done a, a movie about the pro-life movement called The Matter of Life. It comes out next month. Um, but I actually just friend-quested her, uh, her before I jumped on here, yeah. Oh, good, good. It's all, and that's what I love about doing what we do here, Faith, Family, Friends, because if we could share a good thing, you, you never know how, who it might help, uh, besides, of course, the story um, right. that, that is inspirational and hopefully can bring people to Christ. So um, you're working on that. That keeps you pretty busy, I'm sure. I think I saw a picture of you with a husky dog. I'm a dog lover. So do you have animals in your life? or? I do. So uh, the husky I actually had to put down a couple of years back. That was pretty rough. Um, but I ended up with another dog, and she has been a challenge, but I'm in love with her. So mm -hmm. but she's a husky lab mix. Oh, that's a good mix. Right. Yeah. She's, so she's do you, do you get invited to churches to share your testimony? Are you, are you waiting for the movie made to come out or more people to be able to read the book before you do more of that? So I am actually starting to reach out to some places to start doing meetings and being able to share the testimony and my um, path mm. to Christ. And also that, you know, if God can heal me from all this trauma as a child, yeah. it doesn't matter what you're going through. He could do the same for you. Yeah. And so I did actually meet with a bunch of uh with a youth group mm -hmm. and we discussed the book and in detail and mm -hmm. my past and they were very intrigued with it and I had a few ask me a bunch of questions I even <laughs> I even had one of them poke me to see if I was alive but it, <laughs> it, it, it was it was an experience and I would do it again and I'm I think I'm going to start heading down that road to start doing that good so is that part of why you got involved with the kingdom bound network and your association with Bishop so so how that happened was I was in New Hampshire at the time uh -huh. and I was going to 
I was thinking about becoming a minister and next thing I knew all the, everything just slide up, lined up. I had a friend out there. Um, her name's Kim and she introduced me to Tim. Uh -huh. Um, and then it just kind of happened. And right after that happened, the Lord moved me right back to Utah. Uh -huh. So yeah, it was pretty intense. That's pretty cool. Wow. That's, that's how I got involved. Yeah. There are, there's a lot to be said about being careful about believing what somebody tells you without checking where the word of God. And there's so many people that are, are involved in, in cults. I know that people sometimes think that we, as Christians, are being judgmental or hateful when we use that term. But the Bible's pretty clear about um, one way is Jesus. It's not one way and the pearl of great price or the book of Mormon, <laughs> right? And, yeah. Uh, they've made had, had to have made several uh, adjustments through the years with their prophetic declarations. One I know of which was uh, they were very racist at one time, uh, clearly so the Mormon religion, and then of course they had to change that because the appearance of their religion certainly took a downspin, uh, tailspin after that. But yeah, so that cult, yeah. yeah, that cult that we were a part of, mm -hmm. um, it wasn't very long. I'd say about a year process, but um, they definitely, the, it definitely talks about what you just spoke on in the book. Mm -hmm. um, I won't go into details, but there was some, mm -hmm. it was very, it's very interesting, mm -hmm. um, the whole mind and the, the concept of, of how it all works and how they can take something from the Bible and twist it around. So, so you, you mentioned, I'm kind of, kind of zero in on, on folks who may have just tuned in who, like you, may be seekers and whether they're involved in a cult or not, what would you say to them and how, how can your story make a difference? And do you think there's hope for them just as it has been for you? Absolutely. I believe there's hope for everybody that's seeking yeah. and wants the truth. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm here to tell you that if you're struggling, reach out to me. Yeah. Reach yeah. out to me. And I'll share with you what I've learned and I'll and, and buy the book. <laughs> that's right. Buy the book. <laughs> listen to the voice. You know, uh, people think, well, you, you can't listen to every voice because you may open yourself up to, to voices that are demonic or, or false. Yeah. Uh, but I think when you're down and out like you were, I think, and you heard that voice, it was clearly a different voice than the other voices that you had heard all your life growing up. And, and what you had been fed in terms of uh, false belief and uh, the damage that you would experience as, as a child. So that voice that I heard, I had heard before throughout my life, but I didn't understand what it was. Okay. Um, and so when it got it as intense as it did, uh, there's no way I could have ignored it. No, so, exactly. Yeah, there's no way. If you were to ignore something like that, I feel like you'd fall over dead. <laughs> My opinion. It implies or presupposes the idea of the truth, I should say, not idea, that God yeah. really is reaching out to people. And like David said, it, it, the Lord doesn't turn away from a broken or contrite spirit. So people right. that are calling out your soul, your spirit was calling out to be healed from uh, the wound of your soul. And yeah, I, I wanted a change in my life oh, for sure. Exactly. When that happens, God begins to reveal himself and the enemy is scared <laughs> he wants to mm -hmm. take, he doesn't want that to happen and he knows yeah. his days are numbered and, and uh the lord got you on his side and so the enemy must have been pretty 
pretty mad. And he probably still is. He's he's angry as long as we're serving the Lord, but uh, our job is not to make him happy, but the Lord. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Right. So, uh, CJ, if, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I do want to, we do want to interview Angela about her uh, journey of faith. Uh, are you friends with her nearby or just that you worked with her? So Angela wishes she could be here, but she actually had to run out. That's fine. Um, yes. So yeah, she's a, she's an amazing author. She actually just released a book um, that I'm starting to read and it's really good. Um, it's called Finding Purpose. Mm -hmm. I saw that on her website. I was very yeah. intrigued with her blog too. She has a really great blog. So what we'll do is, is we'll, uh, she and I will make a connection about this summer and probably do a Monday night again uh, about the same time. And, and you can be on with her, but I'll probably focus on her journey of faith. And then That's toward the end, last five, 10 minutes, we'll talk about how the book is doing. And hopefully mm -hmm. by then I'll have read it. So, okay. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah, I think yeah, you'll I'm love sure. it. Oh, I'm sure um, I will. Yeah. Yeah, I think you will. Yeah. So I actually approached Angela. So right after I got saved, I approached Angela, asked her, would you help me write my book? I told her what it was about and she jumped on board. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we would sit there and we'd write it and I'd have to take a break and process it all with sure. the biblical yeah. counselor. So yeah. we would take breaks because it would be way too much for me. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why it took that. so yeah. long to write. Yeah. Cause she was like, yeah, let's do this. And we had so many laughs writing it. And honestly, I don't, I, I don't know where I'd be at without my friend, Angela. So awesome. she's pretty well, awesome. Let's pray. I want to let you pray for those who might have uh, maybe came across the broadcast. You never know, or who will later when we trim this up and, and repost it on our YouTube page and then I'll pray mm -hmm. for you. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Go ahead. Lord Jesus, I just lift up everybody listening and those who aren't listening and those who listen later. Lord, I pray that this reach them and touch their hearts. Lord Jesus, I pray for your healing over them. I pray for your blessing over them. And I pray for your truth yes. over every single one of them, Lord Jesus. Thank and Lord, I pray for Ralph as well and his radio. And I hope that it touches and brings many people to you. I ask that this honor you in all aspects, Lord Jesus. And I pray nasty scenes name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you for this evening. We've finally been able to make contact, CJ and I. Thank you that we belong to the same ministerial fellowship, which is kind of cool. And Lord, yeah, for this opportunity, cool. Father. Lord, we pray that the book would do well, that people would not only purchase it and read it, but be changed and transformed by the renewing of their mind, uh, that they may prove what is that acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, and become Christian, and to turn their lives over to you, and especially those who tonight, maybe they're not involved in a cult or a false religion, but uh, they're looking for you, they're hearing that voice as CJ heard, and they're not sure if it's you, but they're at, at the bottom of the barrel, so to speak, they're at the end of their rope, and they need you, Jesus, and, and Father, for where, whoever that might be, whether it's CJ picking up uh, that phone, if they call, or somebody that texts her, or email her, um, or myself later on when we're off the air, Father. I pray, Father, if it's for one soul that could say tonight, just hearing uh, part of CJ's story, uh, Father, it will have been worth it. And we thank you and pray. Yes, Lord, let our hearts be open. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. God thank bless you. you, and we'll stay in touch, CJ. You as well. Thank you, Ralph. Okay, have a good evening. You too. See ya.